In today's interview, I speak with Stella and Igor, the founders of LureEssentials.com. It's a cupping line of products for DIY cupping. If you don't know what that is, check out the website. It's a great product that helps with pain relief, mobility, and also has cosmetic benefits like cellulite reduction, body sculpting, facial rejuvenation, and lots of other benefits as well. But they also share their story of how they went from an e-commerce business to national distribution in retail stores. And they talked to us about their journey of how they started the business and how they became so successful over the years and give some great advice that can really help your business as well. Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Growth Podcast, focused on helping consumer product companies, inventors, and entrepreneurs harvest the growth potential of their product businesses by teaching cutting-edge marketing strategies and interviewing successful marketers, as well as product marketing experts that share their stories to inspire you to achieve hyper-growth for your own business. I'm your host, John LeClaire, founder and CEO of Harvest Growth, and I believe that if you want to make your product the next household name, you just need to follow the right plan and that even the best products struggle to succeed when they step away from proven strategies that work. And I believe that you can grow profitably, which means you don't need to be a Fortune 500 company or have access to venture capital in order to grow your business. If you'd like to learn more about what we call the perfect launch process for marketing products, check out harvestgrowth.com. And if you still have questions on how you can implement this process for your business, you'll see a link on our homepage to set up a free consultation with one of our product launch specialists. Today, I'm excited to have Stella and Igor on the show with us. They are the founders and owners of Lure Essentials, as well as Game On, and both of which are lines of products that involve cupping. And they'll get into the science behind cupping, exactly what that means, but it's, it's something that's really started a trend. They've been doing it for a long time, and it's being noticed nationally by people like Michael Phelps, if you remember from the 2016 Olympics, and now many other, not just athletes, but everyday people are using cupping to relieve pain, to help with mobility. And there's also some cosmetic benefits that we'll talk about during this interview as well. So it's, I'm really excited to have them because they're pioneers in, in the consumer-based version of these products and have done great things over the past many years and their business has been very successful. And they're going to share with us uh, part of their story, how they got started, how they've grown to be successful and kind of what's next for their business. So Stella and Igor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We're very excited to be here. Thank you. Very excited. So we were talking a little bit before the show about your background, and I'd love for you guys to share with the audience. So both of you originally hail from Ukraine and have come over here at different ages and now become entrepreneurs, both had successful careers before starting your own business, and now made the, the leap to, to work on uh, this exciting cupping business. Can you tell us a little bit about your backgrounds? Sure. Sure, sure. I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, so I was born in the Ukraine in a small town called Chernovtsy, and I was raised by a single parent, by my mom and my late grandmother, in a tiny house with no plumbing, no telephone, believe it or not, back in the day. Uh, so I always had a drive, an entrepreneurial drive, since the childhood, where I would make crafts with my friends and sell them on the streets just to help the family out. Um, as a teen, I immigrated to the United States, and um, first week after arriving in America, we settled with our relatives in New York, and at the age of 13, I started uh, holding random jobs from doing dishes, feeding cats, <laughs> babysitting, uh, working as a stock girl um, at a retail store, carrying boxes, stocking shelves, 
Um, I finished high school early and I went to college, graduated with a degree in accounting and finance. And after holding random jobs in accounting, working for a private equity firm, um, I had this entrepreneurial box since childhood. And uh, that's when I started my first e-com business in the early 20s when my first child was born. And about 10 years after launching that business, um, I created a brand in a baby category where I designed uh, baby accessories for strollers, baby carriers, and uh, was awarded a utility patent on one of my products. Uh, fast forward a couple of years later, um, we started a, a wellness brand with Igor, but we'll cover that later. But that's my humble beginnings. That's where I come from. That's right. So uh, for me, so Igor, uh, basically born and raised in Kiev, Ukraine, you know, uh, so basically a uh, middle-class family of engineers, and we prided ourselves on education and good work ethics. And I was slated to work in the space industry because it was the family business then. My father was heavily involved. So uh, after graduating school, you know, I went to a prestigious radio mechanical engineering college, you know, which I finished. And um, I uh, started working in the industry, which was quite fascinating. But um, I, since the situation deteriorated, we had to immigrate uh, to the United States. So I abandoned that career. And uh, coming to the United States in my early 20s, I had to uh, embark on a new career. Uh, obviously, landing in New York, uh, finance was the thing uh, to do and the field to be in. So I had to go to college and uh, study finance, and accounting, investments. And after graduating college and sitting for CPA exam, which is Certified Public Accountant exam, which I finished uh, in first sitting, I embarked on a successful um, corporate career. So I'm like the best employee, you know, always corporate, always uh, uh, do the right things. And then uh, when Stella started with her businesses, you know, I realized that there's more to life than just holding the job. And I since quit and I joined forces with Stella to grow our brand. Well, thank you guys. It, it, it's funny where I uh, don't know a lot of people that started their business as accountants. Uh, it's, it's not a very entrepreneurial trait, but I did the same. So that was my career. I worked at Ernst & Young for many years uh, before I went back in, to business school and transitioned into marketing, kind of found my original passion. So it's great to, to see and, and meet some other accountants become entrepreneurs. <laughs> I believe it's a, it's a fantastic place to start because you understand numbers, right? You guys, you get the basic numbers behind the business. The, many accountants don't have the entrepreneurial drive, right? Just the nature of it. But it's, it's great to see when you do and you combine that with the skill set that you guys have built that can build for it can create a very successful business as you guys have done. So as we mentioned before, your, your current business is Lure Essentials and that's LureEssentials.com and also Game On. And both of those are built around cupping. Can you guys describe for the audience that don't know or aren't familiar with what cupping is and what it does for us, just describe what the product is. Sure. So cupping uh, is really an ancient modality that dates back thousands of years uh, to Greece, ancient Egypt, China, and uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, it's been practiced, like I mentioned, for thousands of years. And the traditional way to cup was using fire and glass jars, uh, typically that would create the vacuum suction, um, uh, where uh, the, the way we got started uh, was back in 2014 when I was struggling with some injuries that I had. Um, I had a knee injury that I couldn't overcome, and I've been to see 
therapists and doctors and uh, nothing would help. And uh, Igor at the same time, uh, Igor uh, hasn't mentioned, but he is a mixed martial artist and uh, he holds a couple of black belts and uh, a brown in jiu-jitsu now. So for him, it's an ongoing struggle, uh, you know, suffering from various injuries. So at that time, me with my knee pain and Igor with his shoulder injury, we were sitting around and discussing, I mean, what else we can try uh, to relieve our injuries. And that's when we remembered the treatment from our childhood that our grandparents and parents used um, to help take away various aches and pains and also help relieve the colds and congestions. And that was cupping. So this is, um, you know, when the idea of cupping for self-care was born. Um, at that time, also, my mom brought a silicon cup from her travels back into Ukraine. And uh, we realized there is something to it. Um, so we worked around it. Uh, you know, we, again, we realized an opportunity uh, of the modality may be ancient, but the benefits are tremendous and endless. So we took that little product. We uh, connected with several manufacturers overseas um, and started modifying and improving it. And um, that's when we figured, you know, there's got to be something that anybody can employ, be it for pain, for recovery. Uh, and uh, coincidentally, we discovered that that cupping with silicon, the products that we um, have developed, uh, also has additional benefits. And that's for cosmetic applications, uh, facial rejuvenation, uh, body sculpting, um, cellulite, you name it. Um, so we, dis we literally disrupted, once we launched our kits, and we designed kits, um, like I mentioned, for pain relief, for mobility, for um, cellulite and body sculpting, for facial rejuvenation. Um, so we, at that time, we literally disrupted the market and created the DIY cupping category. Um, and one no longer needs a traditional suction gun, fire, or glass to enjoy the benefits of cupping. And you no longer need to go to a professional and spend, you know, hundreds of dollars or thousands, you know, um, on treatment, you could actually help yourself in the comfort of your own home or in the gym or wherever you go in your travels with our clever kids. That's correct. And if I might add to that, uh, I would like to add to the science of cupping is that uh, just as Stella mentioned, it's an ancient modality, but what basically is happening is that when you create vacuum suction in the, in a cup, it lifts the tissue. Once the tissue is lifted, all the uh, blood flow and lymph lymphatic flow goes into that affected area and it promotes plastic healing. Uh, as we know, that blood flow is, uh, uh, helps healing anyway, right? So, and cupping it just promotes better uh, blood flow. Right. So, what's unique about cupping is unlike your traditional massage, the tissue massage, or foam rolling, uh, which is very common and popular, uh, those modalities compress the tissue, where, where cupping uh, actually lifts the tissue, suctions the tissue into the cup, separating that, breaking up the adhesions, and allowing for blood flow and lymph to flow freely. And blood helps bring fresh nutrients, um, which have therapeutic effects. And lymph is what carries toxins and cellular debris up to the surface and out for elimination. And when you guys first started with this, it was a kind of a new science, a new technique, at least for consumers. As you said, it's been around for thousands of years, but most people weren't aware of it. So how do you go about educating your audience to help them understand the benefits of cupping, those that are new to it? 
Right, and that's an ongoing challenge, obviously. So uh, education, uh, so there are a couple of challenges that we see there. The first of uh, them is uh, educating consumers to the modality itself so that they understand uh, the benefits of copying and uh, how to do it and um, what can be achieved with copying. That's first. And second, when people discover what it is, the next hurdle is uh, trying to bring this wonderful modality to their home so they can actually uh, do DIY copying, so they can experience copying uh, at the comfort of their own home. Because most of the people, when they get educated, uh, they go to a practitioner. And the practitioner does copying, charges them a lot of money, and it becomes sort of like a, a fringe art, sort of like a, an acupuncture art. Right, but what we are all about is uh, educating people, telling them there's nothing to be scared of. Uh, this is a natural modality that our grandmothers uh, used to do, and it really works. And we've designed uh, the whole number of ed um, educational assets around copying, which helps us uh, promote and market our brand. So now that you've now that you've explained how this works to, you know, to an industry, right? It's becoming more prevalent. It's more uh, widely spread and understood. What are you doing now to help promote the business? What's working for you from a marketing perspective? So we have partnered. Um, so with our products, even though our mission initially um, and still is, is to bring this amazing modality to every household worldwide, uh, some of our biggest ambassadors are not only athletes, um, professional athletes, weekend warriors, everyday athletes, um, Olympians, but also practitioners. They're uh, some of our biggest ambassadors to this day and our clients as well because they use our products and they recommend our products uh, for in-between visits. Um, but it's also been our challenge working with practitioners uh, to help them show that they could also monetize and sell our kits in addition to offering the service. Uh, and the challenge there um, is, I guess, um, um, help me out here. <laughs> yeah, the, ch the challenge there, if I may step in. The scarcity is, mentality. Right, the scarcity mentality right, right there, because the practitioner thinks that uh, the customer comes to them, they do this wonderful modality, and, and if they empower the customer and give them the DIY copy and kit, the customer may never come back. And we need to uh, overcome that hurdle by better education, telling the practitioner that uh, nobody will be able to replace your hands and your practice, and the customer will actually see better results, uh, which were delivered by you, uh, because you placed this wonderful tool in their hands, and they will come back for more. So that's one of the hurdles that we were tr uh, trying to uh, overcome. And uh, to add to Stella's uh, chain of thought here is, so this is sort of like a, this is the route that's not uh, any kind of business would take. This is a sort of more word of mouth route of spreading um, the word, so to speak, and to, to market our business. Uh, so this is one of the things, this is one of the secret weapons that we have. Um, but also as an e-com business, we do a lot of uh, traditional e-com promotion would be uh, Instagram posting and Facebook reach and email marketing. And we are putting out a lot of helpful blogs on our website and a lot of educational materials so the customers can find us and learn about this wonderful modality and how to use it themselves and how to achieve results. And just recently, now you've entered into CVS and have a retail partner with them. It started off as, I think, a 16-store test, but it's recently moved now to over 500 stores. 
How did you originally, so this started as an e-commerce business. That's your background from other products, at least Stella, uh, from previous businesses, et cetera. How did you then move this e-commerce business to now get such successful retail distribution? Uh, well, we saw a void in the market um, in the natural pain relief space. And um, luckily, the um, you know things are shifting into more natural um, pain relief modalities uh, with, you know, opioid crisis and uh, prescription meds, you know, uh, CVS actually reached out to us. Um, you know, they saw the opportunity. We have exhibited a couple of trade shows, industry events, uh, but CVS came to us last year and I said, you know, we are launching this new category. Would you like to be a part of it? It's going to be actually a 12 store test, uh, which we launched with them last year. And this year they placed us in well over 500 stores and we're hoping to roll out in thousands more next year. So we're very excited about that, about a giant like CVS recognizing uh, the void and the opportunity in the pain relief niche. Yeah, I would like to add to that. And even though Stella sounds it would, as if it was serendipitous to, <laughs> that they just picked us up. I mean, there's a lot of work that went into it. Uh, obviously, trade shows, you know, we were exhibiting in a few trade shows, and that's where we got noticed. And then our uh, social media obviously also helps. And the website that brings education to the world helped as well. So that's how customer, the buyer reached out to us. That's first. And second is, uh, is, as far as the business sense, we always thought that being an e-com brand is all great, but every business has to have a few legs, a few streams of revenue, and having a strong um, retail presence will definitely help out the business and will help out our growth. Absolutely. We see that as a growth pattern for a lot of our e-commerce clients as well, be they TV clients or ones that are advertising on Facebook and Instagram. It's and retail can be a great way to really scale up the business. And now you're seeing it more and more where even the biggest brands that made a big deal about being direct to consumer, uh, everything from bowl and branch sheets to dollar shave club are moving into retail, right? So they start off and they build their brand that way as ways to cut out the middleman, save on prices, et cetera. And, and that's great. And they're, you know, they're true. They're great stories to share, uh, but there's power in retail as well for e-commerce brands. So as you know, as you can get there, as you build up your business, build up awareness behind it. Your like you, as you mentioned, your social media presence, as well as results. It's a great next step to now catapult your business to the next level. So it's a great move for you. It definitely gives you credibility. Yes, absolutely. So you talked in your notes that you sent to me previous to the show about some challenges as well that have come along the way. And one of it being copycats. So you guys were one of the first to ever bring cupping to the DIY consumer community years ago. And then what happened? You, you had a few copycats. What, can you tell some stories about that? Sure. Funny story. Um, uh, like you've mentioned, we have disrupted the market specifically with DIY cupping kits for self-care use. And a few years later, one of the uh, largest influencers with a few million followers on Instagram has purchased our product. We had no idea about that. And uh, one day um, she went out on Instagram and she demonstrated, it was a product for facial use, facial rejuvenation. Uh, she demoed the product on Instagram. Our sales were through the roof for months. And <laughs> shortly after that, copycats have come and we were instantly knocked off by um, our overseas friends. And also <laughs> soon after that, um, a few more brands here in America, uh, both known and unknown, 
Um, and now if you go to Amazon, you see not only our kits or similar looking kits, but even our photos and illustrations uh, being used. So when we launched, uh, we were so quick to market and we really wanted to share this modality with the world. We ignored um, the most essentials and I should have known that uh, being that I hold a utility patent. So we neglected, uh, you know, covering our butt, so to speak, with IP, uh, copyrights, trademarks, uh, patents. Uh, we learned our lesson and now anything that we produce, anything that we put out, um, IP comes first. I think that's critical. Uh, we also had an incident where one of our molds, um, one of our products we designed and created in China uh, was stolen and resold. And now we have competitors using our mold and selling our product online. So again, lesson learned. Always oh, cover your assets. <laughs> That's right. So. Assets. I want to add a funny story to that. Well, when we just started out, we needed to put out uh, pictures uh, um, on uh, social media and for our e-com listings. Homemade pictures. Homemade yeah. pictures, right. And then one of the pictures was my back and a lot of cops basically uh, stuck to my back. And we explained uh, that this is the modality for pain relief and so forth. So uh, long story short, I find my a picture of my back. is a, It's very famous on the internet. You go to AliExpress and I'm, plas Ali <laughs> and I'm plastered the love of the place. So I guess my back is so famous. <laughs> That's terrible. It's it's hard to deal with copycats. I think your strategy, as you mentioned, is you know learn from that. So next time, have better IP protection in the beginning. But it's a common issue, common concern, and frankly, sometimes even with with copy or with IP protection, you can have copycats that come on board, and right. you need to stand. Yeah, and you need to stay on top of it and watch, especially Amazon. And, and if you have brand registry on Amazon, that can help to avoid some copycats, at least from using your trademark. But it can be very difficult to completely monitor that. Even the biggest brands in the world suffer from it. So it's good to see that you're, you're making it through that, even though they're using your picture to market, market their <laughs> own products that are copycats of yours. So one of the ways I, I think that you have been successful in succeeding despite even these copycats that are now coming on, on board is recently you've done some clinical trials or clinical studies uh, to show the efficacy of your product. Uh, that's, a, that's a word that we often throw around uh, as inventors and entrepreneurs. Many people have not done it though, right? And don't even know where to get started. Can you tell us a little bit about how did, how did you get that done and how has it helped your business to have these clinical studies? So we wanted to prove, I mean, I recognize as a middle-aged woman, uh, without having to review my age, um, how remarkable copying has been and transformational has been for me, not just for pain relief, but also for cosmetic uses and benefits. Um, I start my day copying in the shower um, for body toning, firming, and uh, facial copying is a big thing for me. Um, you know, it helps lift tone and scold. Uh, it plumps up wrinkles, lips, uh, natural lips, eyebrows. Uh, and of course, with that, you can also use facial copying for sinus relief and congestion, uh, headaches and tension. So recognizing that and how life-changing it's been for me. Um, and, you know, words are just words. Yes, we have, uh, you know, customer photos and we have a lot of user-generated content on social media, uh, which is organic and authentic. Uh, but I wanted to take a step further and uh, do a clinical trial just to show that it didn't just work for me, but, you know, an independent study, you know, to see if it could prove the same, if the results could pr prove to be the same. So we launched a study last year um, 
with middle-aged women, uh, they were given a protocol of using the facial cups for just two to three times a week, five minutes, following our illustration and direction, using nothing more but a facial oil we provided and our cups. And the results speak for themselves. If you were to go to our website, we have a section before and after photos. These are completely unretouched. Uh, you see wrinkles literally melt in front of your eyes, disappear. You see sculpting, toning of face, uh, facial muscles, jawlines, tone. And that's just two weeks of use. So what's interesting with cupping is uh, if done properly, and it only takes a few minutes a day, which is so great about it. And if you only do one side of the face, looking in the mirror, you'll see one face lifted and sculpted and drained where the other one remains the same. It's magical. Wow. It's great to see the beauty benefits of the product and the, the system as well. It's one thing that we don't think about. That's not something that's been in the news, right? So we've seen, many of us have seen Michael Phelps and the bruises that came from his cupping and how that helped him to recover, yes. right? So the process helped him to swim better the next day when he's in the middle of competition during the last Olympics. And so that's, that's kind of taken over the news, but the beauty benefits are to my understanding, a, a new knowledge, right? This is a new use, a new benefit, and something really interesting to think about. And I do encourage everyone to check out their website, lureessentials.com. You can also check out gameongear.com, which is cupping meant for athletes, so helping with recovery specifically, et cetera. So both websites have their line of products as well as, I believe, some other products you sell on there to go with your cupping uh, products to help uh, people recover, to have better athletic performance, to have improved beauty and other cosmetic benefits as well. Well, this has been a really fun interview. I really appreciate the time you, you've spent with us today. Do you have any other final advice that you'd give from the successes that you guys have had both with this business as well as your previous careers? Maybe any, any final advice you'd like to share with the entrepreneurs that are listening? Um, yeah, I think the best advice we could share based on what we've gone through um, is balance. Balance is key. Uh, it's very easy uh, to get carried away in your work, especially when you're very passionate in what you do, um, but finding the right balance is critical for both mental and physical health. Um, another advice I could share is that uh, join like-minded support groups, um, listen to podcasts, learn everything you can uh, to become an expert in your field. Um, surround yourself, of course, with like-minded driven people and cover your assets. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Protect yourself with IP early because if you think your idea has legs, then uh, don't hesitate to spend a little bit of uh, money and protect your IP. Well said, well said. So I do encourage everyone that's listening, please uh, visit their website at lureessentials.com. And if you use the promo code HARVEST15, you'll get a 15% discount off of your order. You can also check out gameongear.com to see their other products specifically for athletes. And check out their social media platforms at, at Lure Essentials. That's L-U-R-E. Essentials is E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. -S -S. And I'll put these in the show notes to the show as well. Uh, but thank you again, Stella and Igor, for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your valuable insights and for taking the time to share your story. Our audience of inventors, entrepreneurs, and product marketers will benefit greatly from what you've taught us today. 
For the listeners, go to their website to learn more. Also, be sure to check out harvestgrowthpodcast.com to see other episodes that we have recorded. And if you like this episode and you want to learn more about how you can profitably grow your consumer product business, please subscribe to our show and leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play. 